Sorry for the little pause there. I was just unmuting myself so he didn't start embarrassingly like I did a couple of weeks ago. Um, Golden Goal Fantasy Football Podcast. We're talking Sky Sports Fantasy Football today and I'm joined by my good mate, Sam. How are you getting on, mate? How are things? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Definitely a brighter outlook on Sky for me, which is obviously given me a little bit more interest come the end of the season. So, um, yeah, all good. Yourself? Yeah, can, can, can say the same. I've not done too badly. Um, I did the move that I spoke about last week, Watkins to Jesus, and then I'll just bring Ollie Watkins straight back in. And that's done quite well for me, to be fair, because most people were on Saka for the Arsenal. They played West Ham, didn't they? Arsenal-West they Ham did, game. Yeah. Um, and he missed a penalty and got minus points, and Jesus scored a goal. So, yeah, did all right. And I've got the Southampton fixture to come, where I think... I'm going to captain Jesus again because why not? Um, so yeah, I'm I'm feeling quite positive. I'm now. I went from probably when we started restarted these podcasts. I was probably about three thousandth. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm not not anywhere near going to win Sky this year, but I am now seven hundred seventeenth. So I think that's a pretty good climb. And I've still got twelve transfers left, which we'll see later on yeah, is yeah. is better than the average. So I'm quite happy. Very good, mate. Impressive. Well, like you said, we both want to be higher, but like it is what it is, isn't it? Um, my rank's about 2k right now. Um, yeah, you know, it's all good. Are you, all um, good, but I'm, glad you I'm glad you had a rise. Thank you, mate. Have you um entered your competition with Ben yet to see who has the least shit end to the season or something like that? I think it was, wasn't it? Well, I was forced into this competition from Ben, so right, um, okay. Yeah, not you know, not a major concern. But at the time, I was like four k, and he was like three point seven or something. I don't know what he is now. If he's watching Ben stick it in the chat, but like I've had said, I've had, I'm now like two point one, two point two k. So um, I think I'm ahead of Ben, or I was when I last checked. But yeah, it may get an interesting, uh, slightly more interesting finish to the season because I'm dead on every other front. So fair enough. If you want to see the rubber. What do they call it? The um, what's like the, I don't know what the phrase is for the, like the, the, the pointless trophy there. Oh, the wooden spoon <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the wooden spoon. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And what do you yeah, I went of... Martinelli. I oh. went Martinelli against for Arsenal. So um, yeah, went against the uh, Saka, Saka punt as well. I guess I didn't go too badly. He got an assist, didn't he? I had a good week in general. Like, yeah, it was all good. Yeah, yeah, he did have the um, assist. Got a ten pointer in the end. And what did Jesus get six? Because he got the yellow card, didn't he? So let's have a look. See. So yeah, there's only two. Yeah, in the captaincy, there was two points in it. So yeah, fair play. I think it's going to be hard for me to sell Jesus. You know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, definitely same. I've got. Oh, and we talked about we um. We bigged up Odegaard, didn't we, as a good alternative and uh, kind of a staple um, player just to leave in there. And he produced the goods, didn't he? And just backing up that he's probably, well, he has ticked over for a lot of the season and he probably will continue to towards the end of the season. Yep, did brilliant. Scored a goal. Happy days. I remember on the deadline stream, I was um, convincing a couple of people to go for him. So I'm glad I did because, yeah, it paid off. He's not like the stereotypical Sky player who gets bonus points every game, but he's had so many attacking returns this season. Exactly as you said, he regularly gets some points. Yeah, for sure. And what what do you make of? Um, I know you're a Liverpool fan at the moment. 
what do you make of how Liverpool are getting on? I know Salah's done really well as a Sky captain recently. Um, I'm definitely going to be using the armband on him again this weekend coming up. Do you think with, well, Tottenham looking a bit ropey, Newcastle slipping up here and there, do you think you've got a chance at top four? I don't know. It's going to be really quite difficult. Um, I think we'd have to win every single one of our remaining games. I think that's the talk within the Liverpool... Um, like the Liverpool sort of Twitter and that is like they've worked out the points that we finish on, which is like 71 or something like that. Again, someone correct me if I'm wrong. That's been enough for like the last eight, eight seasons to get top four. So um, that's kind of where the thinking is. And we just have not been anywhere. I mean, even Liverpool at their best two or three, four seasons ago um, would have been a challenge for winning uh, eight or nine remaining games. So I think it's going to be really difficult. We are going to have to rely a lot on other teams dropping points. But as you just mentioned, Tom, like there is that potential there. Tottenham are Tottenham and, and Newcastle suddenly look a little bit shakier um, than they did a couple of weeks ago. Fair enough. I just wanted your insight on that one because it might be interesting when we talk about captaincies and et cetera. I, well, I put it like this. I think from a Sky <laughs> perspective, I think... And I mean, that 6-1, was it 6-1 against Leeds? I mean, Leeds were, were not very good. And, and you know what? Liverpool weren't, I don't know if you watched the game, but Liverpool really weren't fantastic first half um, in the game. So Liverpool weren't brilliant. We're much better second half. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't read too much into it. But I think there'll be a few people jumping into a few more Liverpool assets. And, and rightly so, because they have got, something further to play for towards the end of the season. So from a Sky perspective, I think they're going to be an interesting team from now to the end. Just looking at the fixtures for what is now game week 38 in the Sky, which is absolutely mental considering how many games the teams have actually played. Um, but yeah, we've got a single game day on Friday, Arsenal at home to Southampton. <coughs> have you got your eyes on a on a captain for that that game? Who are you going to go for Martinelli again, do you think? I was sort of selecting my captains the other day, just putting the default in ones in just in case you forget or like something happens or whatever. And I think I did stick it on Martinelli actually. Um, but oh my God, it's uh, it's a difficult choice, isn't it? It wouldn't surprise me if Saka came up trumps in that game again. Like just that the character he is and the player that he is. So he's missed that pair and he's had a couple of blanks. Like it wouldn't surprise me if he if he comes up with a bit of a haul. Um, Jesus is such a great shout. So... Yeah, I really don't know. No, at the moment, Tom, I'm really not sure. I think there's such good options out there. I think, well, Jesus' ownership has flown up now. He's 27.8% owned in the top 1K, and there was me hoping he was a bit of a differential. Um, but yeah, Martinelli's 70%, Saka's 80%. I think Odegaard's about 20 Zinchenko's 58 So I still feel like Jesus is reasonably, well, differential, so... I might still go for him against Southampton. And to be honest, out of all the Arsenal players, I think his underlying numbers are the best. Yeah, he's the focal point as well, isn't he? So, yeah, apart from the penalties, of course, but but yeah. Well, you you don't know, do you? Saka might now be off pens and Jesus might be, be on the pen. We'll see, we'll see. That'd be nice, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, it would be not. Well, yeah, not, yeah. I mean, as, a, as an owner of both, you know, it doesn't matter too much, but I think... Look, looking at it, like although Martinelli's owned by seventy percent or whatever you just said, I think he'd still be a differential captain because so many people just, as evidenced by the weekend, stuck it on Saka. 
Yeah, and to be honest, like I don't think the weekend really is much to stand on because he got a penalty, he just missed it. So I, I feel like he's going to take the penalties going forward and could well score one in the next game. So yeah, I, I think, yeah, can completely understand why people would give him the armband. I think he'll be still most popular captain Absolutely. on Friday. Uh, on to the Saturday, we've got Fulham at home to Leeds, Liverpool at home to Nottingham Forest, Leicester at home to Wolves, Palace, Everton and Brentford, Aston Villa. Um, for me, that one's quite simple now. He's literally, I think he's pretty gonna, pretty much going to be owned by everyone in the top 1K, but I'm just going to go for Salah on Saturday. Salah. Yeah. I feel like yeah, Ollie Watkins is obviously an option, I, but Brentford away feels like a bit of a, I don't know, it feels like a game that Villa could struggle in. Um, whereas Forrest at home for Liverpool, I mean, that's surely going to go one way. I think I saw somewhere that Villa are massively overperforming their stats as well. Um, I mean, <laughs> that's no surprise to probably anyone. So, like you said, there's going to be a slip up somewhere along the line or a, a drop of performance. I actually, the funny thing about Watkins is when I went to do default captains on that day, I did look at it twice. Usually, you don't even look. It's just see Salah's name, boom, captain, confirm. And I went, oh, hang on a minute. This could be a Watkins job. But... Salah's just scoring in a in an average Liverpool team at the moment. They're looking a little bit better. Salah it is. Yeah, and I think in previous seasons, I just remember Ollie Watkins missing so many chances. Like every game I saw him in last season, he either hit the bar, put one wide, got one on one with the keeper, and just missed. So maybe the variance has just been catching up with him in the last few weeks, and he's just been burying his chances for a change. So. Yeah, I'm sure this run will come to an end at some point. But yeah, I think he's a good option. But I agree. Salah, not in Forest at home, is too good of a fixture, really. Unless <coughs> we won't see the lineups, but I guess you could genuinely have a look at some of the other Liverpool forwards as well. The likes of obviously Jota doing really well. I've got a feeling Jota will, will play against Forest, But I guess that's a bit of a risk to take, isn't it? He was really poor, mate, against um, was he? Wolves. Oh, no, Wolves, sorry, Leeds. Oh, my God. That first half an hour... He gave what he gave away possession fourteen times in thirty minutes. Oh my minutes. god! Wow. Okay, fair enough. I'll shut up about Jota then. But but he knows where the back of the net is, um, and I feel like Jota sometimes is a player that doesn't have to be playing fantastic. Just give him give him the opportunities to score, and he'll put the ball in the net. It's kind of what happened uh, as a, against Leeds. Really nice finish. The first one, actually, both finishes were really nice. Um, for a man with low confidence. So, yeah, absolutely, Tom. Um, it looks like he's favouring Jota, Gakpo and Salah, which is interesting because Nunes kind of caused chaos every time he's played and he scored a really nice goal. But I think if you're going to go for a Liverpool punt, I think it's either on Gakpo or, or Jota okay. if you're going to go forward player because they're the two that seem to be starting. Okay, fair enough. Trent as well, obviously. Such, I, I really do think he could be a good option just towards the end of the season. Yeah, I've got a feeling. I, I was I was made an FPL video about it actually about um just Liverpool defenders in general, just because they've got so many decent home fixtures coming up. I feel like Anfield is sort of a different story for Liverpool, isn't it? Games at Anfield just have a different aura to them. And yeah, they've got I think if there's seven games left, four of them are at Anfield, and so yeah, most of them are against like bottom bottom teams in the league. So. I've got a feeling there'll be a run of Liverpool clean sheets in those games. They they just seem to be able to... They, they even did it like a few weeks ago, didn't they? We all suggested they were terrible defensively. And then they kept like four or five clean sheets on the bounce. I think they've got another run like that coming up, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I just think the case for Trent is Trent got 116 passes playing in that inverted central midfield role. He had three tackles and he's had three assists in two games in that position. Oh, wow. So, so from I wanted to bring him in basically for the, the Leeds game because I, from what I'd seen from Arsenal, we just couldn't do it in like one move. It would need to be two or three. So I just sort of sacked it off. But I was a bit gutted even though they conceded the goal. Um that he looks, that could have been a, a serious haul. I mean, it was a good haul anyway, because he's got the, what's it, the three, six, the nine. It's 11 pointer, but that could have been a, that could have been a 20 pointer for sure. Um, I got to admit, mate, I had, it, Tom, but... I had no idea he was clocking up those passing numbers. That's definitely something, yeah, something our viewers might not have known either. So yeah, I appreciate that, mate. I've not, I never considered Trent in Sky for the obvious thing of, of passing bonus, but now you're saying he's playing that inverted role. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely, definitely well, worth a look. He just, he was given so much more of the ball and normally at right back, he doesn't get anywhere. No. He's the lowest passer out of the back four normally. Um, but then his passes tend to be a little bit more penetrative, if that's the right word. But he was just seeing a lot more of the ball because of the nature of the position. Yeah. Um, I think Van Dyke clocked 132 passes or, or more than that. So, again, it's Leeds. It's a one-off game, but just worth keeping keeping an eye on there for sure. Yeah, and just thinking of passes, right? Their next fixtures, they've obviously got Forest that you can see on the screen. Then they play West Ham, Tottenham, Fulham, Brentford, Leicester, Villa, Southampton. Those are the remaining fixtures for Liverpool. That's feels like a decent run, as I said, for clean sheets, goals. And to be honest, most of those teams, they like to give up the ball, don't they? So there's some passing bonus there as well, I reckon. Yeah, exactly. I think if you're in that position where you want to, you've got to take a little bit of a punt and a risk, it's a really, it's a, a bit of a no-brainer to maybe jump on a, a Liverpool defender as well or something like that. Yeah, I'm thinking about how I'm going to do it now myself. I just don't think I can. I just don't think there's a way I can make my team... Yeah. They're expensive, mate. That's the one thing with them, isn't it? My defence is currently Zinchenko, Trippier and Dunk. And I've got Enzo Fernandez, who I wouldn't mind getting rid of now. Because although I don't think he's playing any worse than before, I just feel like with Kante back and Lampard, things could change with Enzo Fernandez. So, Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so looking at Sunday the 23rd of April we've got Bournemouth, West Ham and then Newcastle at home to Tottenham I think for me that's a foregone conclusion on Harry Kane really as, as captain for that one I wouldn't expect him to haul on Sunday um, but he just comes up with a goal against anyone can't he? Yeah I'm not an owner at the moment I've been off Kane for a few games which has been actually has worked out well so it's whether I personally decide to jump back into Kane or not Um Kind of don't mind like Trippier at home there. Actually, I've got Trippier. I, yeah, I I feel like they're gonna they're gonna have a bit of a rocket up their ass after they lost against Villa three nil. Um, I just do think that Tottenham will probably score. So that kind of makes me feel like I want to go back towards towards Kane there. Of course, there's Bournemouth and West Ham options at the moment, which I feel like there's good options from both teams given their given their status in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. I think um, I've had Jared yeah. Bowen, not in Sky, but in my fan team. I played my wild card um, a few weeks ago and I've had Jared Bowen in my fan team and he has been quietly ticking away with some points for me. And to be honest, even when he hasn't scored points, 
I remember when they played Southampton, he still gets literally as many chances as I feel like he got last season. Um, he's still he's still looking really good for them. So yeah, I feel like that's super differential in Sky. But yeah, Jared, Jared Bowen, why not? And Solanke, he's in a good run of form too. Not that you'd want to. Not that you'd want to be selling your forwards in Sky really at the moment. But you know, if you don't have Harry Kane, I think there are definitely some options. I, I'd agree with you, mate. Yeah, and we talk about this every year, like game state. I know that, or like in terms of game state, I mean like, yeah, game state towards the end of the season, teams playing for stuff. But then there's there's stuff riding on it for all four teams there. But yeah, you're absolutely right. You can make a good case to have a, a Bournemouth and or a West Ham asset in there as well. Um, I think it's going to be a good end to the season. I think that relegation battle is so tight between so many teams and that sort of top three, four five six ish kind of mark is really tight as well. Feel like we're gonna get a gonna get a good finish. Nothing's dead and buried. Even the title race is still absolutely wide open. So it makes it really good for for sky for sky managers. It's nothing worse when you're just picking players that are already on the beach, is there? And it's just like they're just waiting for the end of the season. And yeah, as a regular watcher of championship football that I am with my Bristol City season ticket, um we're going to get like the three best ever teams to be relegated this season. Whoever goes down is going to be the three best squads to ever be relegated. Like, could you? He's obviously not going to play in the championship, but you know, James Ward Price is in a squad that's going down, like a player of that quality. So, I think you're absolutely right. It's going to be really interesting to see who goes down. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> like you said, it's going to be some strong teams that have gone down. I mean, if Forest go down, they spent a hundred and something million quid, didn't they? And they're still scrapping away so yeah Leicester's side are, are, are really good uh, at least on paper um, Leeds are solid Southampton are solid Everton as well so yeah you're right Tom I think it's going to be it's going to go to, to to the wire and make next season quite competitive in the championship as it always is absolutely um, I'm just looking at the fixtures in the sky as well they don't quite correlate to um, the FPL game week. Not that game weeks in Sky really matter because you get a captain every day, so they don't really mean too much. But we've got a double game week in Sky, um, which doesn't, like I said, doesn't really matter because yeah, each day you take it as it comes in Sky. But on Tuesday, the 25th of April, and we've got some midweek Premier League games. So Wolves are at home to Crystal Palace. Aston Villa are at home to Fulham. And Leeds are at home to Leicester. I mean, I think for me, I'll have Ollie Watkins back in my team for this one. Um, and I don't really think there's another option here, given how good a form he's in, how little options there are from the other teams, and how well owned he is already. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I think Watkins at home to Fulham's a, a good a good game. I think some people have kind of held on to like a Madison or something. I've still got him, but it's just been blanking, blanking, blanking. Don't look very good. Dean Smith is manager. I couldn't, honestly, mate. I, the, to be fair, the last 20 minutes they played against Man City, they actually played quite well. Um, and Madison created some chances. But yeah, I can't, I don't mean to diss Dean Smith because obviously I don't know the guy personally, but it's the most uninspiring appointment I think they could have done, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it just stops some good assets being pickable, like Nacho or Madison. It's just... I think there's there's a case there, Tom. For I, think, I know we talked about Palace again. They're probably overperforming, aren't they, slightly? But Eze or Elise, definitely. Yeah, um, I I know. Um, at the moment, mate, the most popular. Um, well, he, that's that's for the Everton at home fixture. But Sam Johnston is getting some love in FPL at the moment. I know some people will be considering uh, getting off David Raya. I know I'm certainly thinking about it. 
someone like Sam Johnson, who albeit at the moment is playing in the place of Guaita, who's got a calf injury. I think Sam Johnson's been playing well enough to keep his spot in the team. So he could be, you know, if you're looking to get rid of David Raya, which I think some people actually I hear are, maybe he's a potential option to transfer in. Not that you'd captain him, but yeah, could be a, a hop on point for him. Because Palace, I think of all the teams in the league, they've got the best running. Just as we'll lump into Palace when they revert back to the norm. Or just go on the beach because they're safe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then looking at Wednesday, the 26th of April, we got Forest at home to Brighton, Chelsea at home to Brentford, West Ham, Liverpool, and then Man City, Arsenal. Obviously, Ooh. like the gut, the gut feel there is to go for Haaland, but Liverpool away at West Ham, I think that's a perfectly good opportunity to go for Salah too. I think that's a really, that's a really tough day, that Wednesday, the 26th. Because likewise, you could also go for an Arsenal player. Yeah, I think you're right. The gut there says just go on Haaland, but I think there's a few good options there that day. Um, some players that we've already mentioned. I guess, well, we'll see the lineups for all the games as well. We'll just check the teams at seven o'clock. Um, so yeah, I guess, yeah, decide on the, at the time. But yeah, I can't imagine Haaland's getting benched for Arsenal at home, is he? He's going to play the game in the full 90, you'd think. So i I think that's probably the reason you'd go for him. And he seems to be pretty much fixture-proof. Like, he's a danger against anyone, isn't he? Yeah, mate, absolutely. Yeah, we don't need to talk about him too much, do we? Uh, yeah, what what do you think? Are you, just, are you saying Harland, or are you, are you liking a bit, of, a bit of Salah as a Liverpool fan? Yeah, I think I'll probably go Harland. Um, Salah did really well, I think, last couple of seasons, actually, against... Um, West Ham away scored that couple of goals, didn't he? And assist, and that. I think he's a good option. I'll at least <laughs> give it on a Saturday to have another watch at Liverpool before I make that decision. But as it currently stands, yeah, armbands on Haaland. Cool. Uh, Wednesday, the, oh, sorry, Thursday, the 27th, we've got Everton, Newcastle, Southampton, Bournemouth, and Tottenham, Man United. Currently, for me, this is a bit of a toss-up between Kieran Trippier and Harry Kane. I don't have any Man United players. And to be honest, actually, I think Rashford could be back fit for this game. So he might be my Enzo Fernandez replacement, to be fair. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think probably if Rashford's fit for Thursday the 27th, you might have to go for him. Bring him back in and go for him. Yeah, and I can do um, Madison straight to Rashford. I've got enough moves. So I think I'd probably do that and then stick the armband on him. But yeah, I think I would also make a case there for uh, Kieran Trippier against Everton. They look as good as dead and buried, don't they? Everton? Yeah, they really do. Yeah. And I quite tell you what, I really like that idea for Madison because he's got Wolves at home and then Wolves away as his two fixtures. And I know they've not been too bad. I think they've got themselves pretty much safe now of Wolves, but they're still like one of the weaker teams in the league. So I feel like Madison could return in those games. So yeah. Old Madison through the wall fixtures move and move him on. I think that I think that yeah. works just fine. Exactly, that was the plan anyway. So we'll we'll, we'll see. <clears throat> God, you have to forgive me, guys. My voice is struggling a little bit. I've got a tickly throat tonight. Um. So yeah, this is where it gets a bit tricky because I've got the clean sheet odds now, but unfortunately, this is only for the first fixture of the Sky Double Game Week. So yeah, you just this is just Arsenal's fixture against Southampton and the clean sheet odds there, but just for me it's interesting to see how high Liverpool are and again as I mentioned Crystal Palace up there on 44% against uh, Everton I think it sort of strengthens an argument potentially for Sam Johnston at some point well I just think he's yeah. a bit too risky isn't he Johnston I don't know I don't think I'll be 
Yeah, I think it's an idea, but I don't think I'll be doing it. No, like you said, like Liverpool and Arsenal, they're the standout. And you are right, that shows the Liverpool kind of home form coming into those stats there um, alongside it. I'm surprised at Newcastle at 40%, actually. I thought they'd probably be lower. Yeah, so did I. So did I. But I guess that, again, they, then, they're another team that are really good at home, aren't they? Yeah, but but then Son and Kane all normally always perform above their above their uh, above their median, don't they? In terms of their statistics, we know what Harry you know Harry Kane's lethal finisher and actually Son is as well. So um, that one did surprise me a little bit. But yeah, I don't really think there's too much more to go through there. It was just a, yeah, just to look at the draft hound clean sheet odds. And the next one, it was just the goal involvement in goal scoring odds. We mentioned him already, but. Mo Salah's top of the tree for both of those with Jesus in second place. So, yeah, Salah's top this week. If for that Forest at home fixture, he's heavily back to scoring it. Um, so, yeah, I think that, that doubles his argument as the best captain, really. Yeah, for sure, mate. What do I have next? It was just a view, actually, um, of the top players. So I've mentioned goalkeeper transfers. The top players um, for points per game per million, a nice metric that I like to use in Sky. Um, and yeah, I was guess I was a little bit surprised. I'm not surprised to see Ollie Watkins there, but I was a little bit surprised to see Emiliano Martinez up there. But then, yeah, the amount of clean sheets and probably saves he's gotten, it's not really that too much of a surprise, I suppose. But yeah, maybe he's your goalkeeper replacement if you're looking to get rid of Raya. Well, how good was he a couple of seasons ago, him and someone else? Just... They priced him up as the Arsenal substitute goalkeeper, didn't they? And then he moved to Villa and he was like six million or something. And we just all had him in our teams and captained him when we needed him as well. He was he was mega. Yeah, and he um <clears throat> he was just hauling, wasn't he? Just continually. That's yeah. what it felt Team like. Sheet, I was saved here to every game. <laughs> I was a sort of non owner owner, basically. Like I had a mixture of both, and those non owner ones were just I don't know why, I just did not just bring him in like straight away. I went. I was like Meslier at the time when he was getting loads of saves bonuses um, as well, but it just wasn't getting anywhere near Martinez. Martinez was just absolutely killing it. Was that the um, was that the Stuart Dallas and Vestergaard season as well? I remember someone brought up that Vestergaard's getting released by Leicester now because he uh, he faked an injury, um, just like he faked being in my Sky team pretty much that season. Yeah, he faked mine as well. He was good first time round, and then he never. Oh, it was a point where he was brilliant, wasn't he? Passing tears, few cleans. He got like clean and passing versus City or something away, like in a one nil victory or so. I don't know something. No, like I think that, that genuinely like, happened. Yeah, I think that happened. Yeah. And then reality hit Vestergaard. He he did actually look sort of imitate Van Dyke for about fifty minutes, didn't he? In total, yeah. Where people were like, he's spraying long balls. He looks like he looks colossus. Back there. And then we all got slapped in the face. Um, and then when we all tried to bring him back in again, he was really not very good. Uh, what do we have next? There's a lot of curse Leicester defenders, Tom. I think um, Soyuncu's taken that as well. Once was good, then was very, very poor. But he really has gone to poo, hasn't he? Because when he first signed for Leicester, he looked like a shoe-in replacement for Harry Maguire. Not that, obviously, Maguire is the greatest defender in the world. But, yeah, so Inchi looked great. And now, I don't know what's that. Same with um, Wilfred and Didi, too. I remember at one point I was... Injuries, mate. 
Yeah, right. I was suggesting that Man United should have been going for him because um, he looked that genuinely looked that good. But he really has gone to poo as well. It's a real shame, really. And yeah, if you're saying injuries, then that's also a, a shame. But yeah, that that spine of that Leicester team is in disarray at the moment. Yeah, it is. It is, mate. Uh, this was just a quick snapshot of the top owned players in the top one k. So yeah, Mo Salah, ninety seven point three percent owned. Kieran Trippier in second, Bukayo Saka, Harry Kane, Martinelli, Haaland, Dunk. You can see the rest of the players there. I don't think, you know, if you're in the top 1K or near, nearly watching this, um, I think you probably own quite a lot of these players. But it was just, yeah, just a view so you could see who the top-owned players were. Yeah, no surprises. Um, do, do, do. And yeah, we had, although this is nearly a week old now because I think these got tweeted last Friday. It was just a view of the average transfers remaining. You might have to just do a bit of an idea in your head of how many transfers were, excuse me, were made last weekend. I think on average, probably the top 1K made like half a transfer. Because so I think some people did something and then most people just left their teams. So yeah, these, these figures minus about 0.5, I would say, is the current average transfers figure. Don't know what you think, mate. No, um, I, yeah, I think that's about right. <laughs> and yeah, how, um, how, are you, um, how are you comparing with these averages, if you're willing to say? Yeah, no, well, yeah, I've got nothing to, I've got nothing to fight for, mate. So I'm quite happy to say that I've got 12 left, and I am said just outside the top 2k. Um, so I'm above the average there, and I'm hoping to push into into the into the top thousand. If I'm honest with you, I want to, I want a hundred something finish. That's the aim. I think with 12, looking at these stats, I should be able to do it. Those couple of extra moves there, yeah, um, yeah on top so. of. Well, that's another nine. Ten, that's another three, isn't it? Another three, really, on top of everyone else um, who's in and around me. So hopefully, I can utilise them. Sounds good, mate. What is? You're I think, on twelve as well, aren't you? Yeah, twelve left. I think seven hundredth. I said so. Maybe, yeah, maybe creep into the top five hundred. Well, I think that's definitely possible. Not sure the top one hundred's doable. I think I need some. Yeah, I'd need some mega differentials if that were to happen, and I'm not quite sure where they will come from. So, yeah, and I haven't even got a fixture grid up because I think we showed the score last week, really. For me, there, there's really little gains to be made at the moment in terms of, like, real, like, three-for-ones or four-for-ones and stuff like that. But yeah. the little yeah. sideways <laughs> move to Ollie Watkins, to Jesus that I did, for example, I think those little sideways moves that might not look massively profitable are going to be the ones that claw my rank back, I think. Yeah, exactly, mate. Just, just don't panic. We know, we know what to do. This, time. we know stuff comes up at this time of year. Um, like you said, lit, little kind of explosive options like that can make you twenty points in a game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The transfers. Harry Kane, cap, Harry Kane captaincy. Like from my perspective, bringing a Kane in, if he scores, that's a ten point, and that's twenty points as a captain. And then if you've got him for another two games after that, as a result, you could be looking at. 20 to 30 points and with captaincy you could be looking at even more so that's where those little gains can be can be made yeah absolutely mate absolutely and just to end things off mate we've got the golden goal mini league david baxter is still top of the pops i think he pretty much had this lead last week as well so yeah as i was saying i don't think too many transfers would have happened in the top well dave's probably um like in the top well he's near the top 10 isn't he so yeah, it doesn't look like there were too many transfers made by the top guys. Uh, Martin Felton's two teams are in second and third. Dean Hicks in fourth. Kean McKenna in fifth. Glenn Murray sixth. Shane White in seventh. St 
Stephen in eighth, ninth is Tim, and then in tenth is Shane's second team. Although it looks like Shane's second team, he might have gone a bit different than his first team because he's been overtaken and dropped a couple of ranks. So maybe, yeah, maybe he went a bit different this week. Yeah, fair play. He's got the two teams to play with, isn't he? So yeah, we'll see how that unfolds. Absolutely, definitely. Like I said, last every sky, I'm really, I'm really keeping an eye on all those uh, on all the leaderboards. Um, with a with a Hawkeye to see sort of how all the familiar names are doing. I see what it's saying at the moment. I've not looked at the top guys. Is it still? Oh, Fergie's yes. down to fourth now, unfortunately, but only by ten points. And Paul's still top by well, top by twenty points now. Yeah, and Fergie won't be panicking. He's no. a very experienced manager. He'll be still there or thereabouts. So, um, as I said, going to be re- and there's plenty of games to go. Tom, it's, it's plenty of plenty of football to go. It's going to be a really, really good finish. Absolutely. Um, do you have any more to say at all? I think that probably enters quite nicely. That was all the stuff I had to go through. Unfortunately, we didn't get any um, Twitter questions, but. I think that's probably because there's not too many, again, not too many transfers going on at the moment, to be completely honest. No, mate, exactly. It's just a, a another sort of update filler review week, isn't it? And we'll, uh, we'll we'll be back again next week to discuss what's happened. No dramas. All right, guys. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Sorry, FPL Sparta. You said hello in the chat and I didn't say anything. So hello, Sparta. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining yeah, the stream, for mate. Watching. And yeah, this will go up, yeah, to be watched back anytime on YouTube and I'll do it on Spotify as well. So I know a few people have been requesting Spotify for listening to us on their dog walks and stuff. So I'll be doing that now. Cool. Cheers for listening, folks. Have a good evening. See ya.